Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Safeguard Insurance Studios. Your hosts, Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, your source for Arkansas high school sports. You are now Between the Mats. Welcome to Between the Mats. It's a great day here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. I am Matt McJunkins. And my man here is Matt Wilcox. How you doing, Matty? Man, how could I not be good today? Let me tell you, I'm <laughs> on a football cloud nine. <laughs> oh, tell us about it, my man. So, for me, let me tell you my personal, yeah. not just football, but sports in general, okay? Mm. So, my Panthers rolled Friday night. Beat them Devil Dogs. Devil Dogs. Harding rolled. Big win Saturday. Big win. Yeah. Hogs rolled. Packers won, <laughs> and the Cardinals have won 16 straight baseball games Man. to get into the Hey, you do, you do know they're drawing for the Powerball tonight. You might need to get you a ticket. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, man. I should have bought one. <laughs> it's not too late, brother. Yeah, man. So, first and foremost, how about those Hogs? Man, i tell you what. I, I talked to a buddy of mine. We are on a little group chat earlier today. And he was throwing some negativity out about us playing Georgia. And I was like, hey, man, listen, let let me enjoy this for a moment, okay? Do I think we're going to beat Georgia? No. But we're number eight in the country. We're 4-0. Like, before the season started, if you would have told me that, I would have taken it all day oh, long. Like, <laughs> if you just – I mean, if you said we would be 3-1 and one right now. Yes. Yes. And we might be a little overrated. Maybe. Maybe. So, but who cares? But I don't think we're 19 and a half. To uh, Georgia? No way. No way. I'll be shocked if we lose by three scores this time. I will, too. So, yeah, let's get into it. The number 16 Hogs go down to Jerry's World and play the number seven Texas A&M Aggies. Yes. Both undefeated. The overrated Aggies. They beat us, what, nine years in a row? Nine in a row. And, you know, before that, we beat them like four or five in a row. Yeah, we did. Man, the Hogs defense come to play, son. They they held A&M to 272 yards. Total offense mm-hmm. of that 272, 67 were on one play. That's right. So you take away that big play, and we held them to almost 200 yards of offense. It's unreal. But yet, their running back, Spiller, gets on there <laughs> and says, we didn't stop them. We stopped ourselves with penalties and yada, yada, yada. How do you come up with that? Man, that's just being stupid. <laughs> How about some sour grapes? Boy, there, you Mr. ain't Spiller. lying. So we held them to 151 passing yards, 121 on the ground. The Hogs, on the other hand, had 443 total yards, 246 of those passing, 197 rushing. Uh, hey, if, if if I was if I was to give Spillers some advice, I'd tell him ask his left tackle if he thinks we they st- <laughs> we stopped him. The one that faked an injury because he couldn't block him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, but we, I tell you, the only thing that I saw that I would like that we have to get better at is we have to get better on third down. Our third down efficiency. We're three of 13, <laughs> and I know where you're going because I want It drives me nuts. I mean, we'll be third and 10 and throw a two yard pass. Yes. Like, and you can't tell me it's, it's Jefferson's check down every time. No way. I don't get it, man. I don't understand it. And I, I I made the comment Saturday, this is week 14 of me trying to figure out what Bros <laughs> is doing on third day, third down play calls. I just – I don't understand it. I don't get it. And when we do throw it downfield, we find a Burks yeah. or, or somebody, you know. It usually works out it pretty good. usually works. <laughs> so, Jefferson was 7 of 15 for 212 yards, two touchdowns. This was – this is my favorite stat of his so far, zero interceptions. So that's two weeks in a row he hasn't turned the ball over. He also had eight carries for 50 yards. Yeah. Uh, Traylon Smith played well, ran the ball hard, 17 carries for 82 yards. I didn't realize till Saturday how little that guy is. He's not very big. <laughs> He's not, man. <laughs> He's not very big. I'd like to see him standing next to uh, Burks. Yeah. The two Traylons. Yes. <laughs> so Rocket had six carries for 27 yards. Hornsby had six carries for 12 yards, which I thought – I thought they put him in a bad situation. Yeah, there wasn't anything good, that, that, you know, not necessarily his their fault. No, they had to put him in there. They did, but uh, just the I, the play calling. Yeah, I mean, it was everybody knew he was running it. That's right. And so uh, I don't know how they expected him to have success doing it. You know, and that's the thing. And, and of course, part uh, a big part of this is because the the offense has been built around KJ. Mm-hmm. 
But that's what has sold me on KJ is seeing what they're like without him in there sure. and then how we are when he comes back in. Sure. Uh, but, but you know, like you said, wasn't really a fair comparison. deal for comparison yeah. or a fair, a fair deal for Malik because, I mean, he was just kind of thrown in there and it was like, let's try this, you know. <laughs> and, and I get it. We had the lead and you want to be cautious and, and don't want to put him in a situation to turn the ball over. But – I mean, we still needed to get first down. Yeah, we did. I mean. And when they knew that we were going to run. Yeah. There wasn't anything we could no, do. No, no. Burks, man, this guy's so special. Six catches, 167 yards and a touchdown. A.J. Green had one catch for 48 yards and a touchdown. So, man, overall, um, I, I just don't – I don't know how I could have been more excited to be a Razorback fan after that win. You want me to tell you something that is super impressive Let's hear about it. Burks? Let's hear it. Saturday – in college football, all of college football, he had the top max speed at 22.6 miles per hour. That's pretty impressive. The top of all of college football. And he's not and a he, little guy. No, no, he's huge. <laughs> but at his max speed, was the fastest in college football Saturday. That's pretty impressive. All right, so we move on from that big win right into a top 10 matchup. The Hogs rank number eight now in the country, uh, 4-0, 1-0 in conference. Go to the Georgia Bulldogs, 4-0, 2-0 in conference. This I still can't figure out. Top 10 matchup, game day's coming to Georgia, and we're playing at 11 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I guess, I mean, you know, they always say that, that you lose, you play early. Yeah. But I guess that. They need a big game, one big game for during the day. I don't, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't understand it. But anyway, um, hey, uh, I forgot to mention Trey Williams. Yeah, in the Hogs, you know, he was the SEC defensive lineman of the week and should have been. Yes, he was unbelievable. I'll tell you, like potentially could have been player of the game. And I'll tell you another thing too. Um, Ridgeway caused a lot of that. Because he was he was clogging up the middle to where the quarterback couldn't step yes. up in the pocket. That's right. Which was allowing Williams to get to him. Yep. Our defensive line as a whole, I thought, played excellent. Dude, Ridgeway has changed that that just the whole the whole defensive line in general. Without just, a doubt. I mean, it, it's completely different now with yeah. him. And dude, have you ever heard him talk? <laughs> I, I heard an interview with him the other day on the buzz, and he is hands down my favorite player now. <laughs> Just listening to him. Talk. He's hilarious. Yeah. He's so funny. That's awesome. So, going into this game with the Bulldogs, the Hogs are averaging 36 a game, giving up 14 and a half on defense. We're averaging 480 yards on offense. We're only giving up 268 on, on defense. So, playing well defensively, but not quite as good as Georgia. No, they're great. There's, this defense is special. They're, they said that about A&M, too, for Saturday. They did. They did. But Georgia's defense only giving up 5.8 yards a game and only 182 yards a game on offense, 115 yards passing and 66 yards rushing on average. Now, we one one thing we've got to mention that we got to take into consideration is that they were they jumped to number two because they beat Clemson, right. Who is now not in the top twenty-five? Who is now? We found out not very good. No. Yeah. And it was a close game with Clemson. It was. It was. And if you'll if you'll go back to last year, we all but had them beat. Yeah. We just didn't have four quarters in. We didn't. We didn't. We just ran out of cash. And they and they woke up. And, and I too, I think. Do I think the Hogs may be a little overrated? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do I think Georgia's probably a top four team? Yes. Yeah. But what we're not factoring in, what a lot of people aren't factoring in, is the Sam Pittman factor. That's right. You know, he was at Georgia. He he mm-hmm. coached under Kirby Smart. Kirby's a little bit worried about this guy. Oh, he's got to be. He's got to be. And and that's why I think that you're very much correct when you said that they're not a three three touchdown team. No, way. you know better than us. Now, I think it would be a little crazy to think that we're going to go in there and beat them right. at their place. Right. But. It could be a fun game. So here, here was my here was my drinking the Kool Aid prediction. All right, let's hear it. This team reminds me of the '98 Razorback. Right. You got Clint Sterner. You got Clint Sterner, who was not a great quarterback, right. but a good quarterback. Anthony Locus. Had Anthony Trey Lucas. Burks. Yeah. You got a game changer in Burks, like you had back then. I mean, there's so many comparisons you can make to that team, and and Pittman's going to get out of them every ounce that they've mm-hmm. got. And they beat some teams in 98 that they had no business beating. Right. So, 
is it possible that this is a repeat of that year? I mean, it, it could happen. And, and one thing that's definitely um, definitely makes it more interesting, maybe level the field a little bit, our, our linebacking core right now is probably the best in the history of Razorback football. They're playing on a different level. Yeah, the way they fly to the football, mm-hmm. I mean, they're making plays that are just, I mean, next level. Yeah, and I think they are not because they're that athletic. They're just super smart football players. They're smart football players, and they play. That they There's some people in this world, athletes, that have the ability to play above their level mm-hmm. just because of their effort. That's right. And and they're all three. They are. Are that way. That's exactly right. So it <laughs> ought to be a fun game. Uh, it's exciting that we're going to finally play a, a game that game day's there. Yeah, right. How long has that been? So, anyway, uh, what's your prediction? What are you going with here? I'm going to go Georgia – by eight. I'm going Georgia by ten, and I hope okay. I'm completely wrong. So, uh, Bo Henning from Earl. Yeah. Is it Gary or Jerry? I think it's Jerry. Jerry, that would make sense. Uh, Saturday against number 14 Iowa State, right? Yep. They knocked him off. Yeah. 200 total yards, three touchdowns. He's 4-0 and as a starting quarterback. That's awesome. Shout out to him. Yeah, for oh, sure. Oh, Arkansas boy. Yeah. Um, shout out to my boys over at Cersei. Yeah. The Harding Bisons. So, over the last several years, at least the last four, three to four, um, the GAC, the GAC, has come down to Harding, the, the winner of the Harding OBU game. Right. Which it's been OBU for a few years now. I think OBU had won 27 straight conference games. That's right. Until Saturday, <laughs> which is funny because two weeks ago, Harding kind of had a letdown right. and got beat by one over in southeast Oklahoma, but then last week came back against southern Arkansas and just thrashed them. They did. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, Saturday was an absolute domination. Was it? Yeah. I mean, well, they beat them. They beat OBU 38-21, to 21, and it wasn't that close. Wow. I mean, that was an absolute – like the first series, OBU goes down and scores, and it's just like, oh, well, here we go. Yeah. And after that – it was seven points for a long time. Wow. And Harding just kept on scoring. That's awesome. Um, Arkansas State. Yep. Oh, wait, one more thing about the Harding OBU game. Harding, 409 yards rushing. Dang. That's getting it done. 433 total yards. <laughs> Here's what's impressive, though. They held OBU to 242 total yards. Man, that's, that's pretty stout. came to play. They sure did. All right, so I'm fixing to, I'm fixing to bash on one of our teams. Okay, get on that soapbox. Please. I am because I'm I'm not a, I'm not happy. Yeah, Arkansas State. I want to pull for them, and I always have. Yeah, but this coaching staff has come in there and absolutely just made a mockery of it. They brought in fifty two players. You're talking about a program that has been a winning program. How many bowl games have they been in the last 10 I mean, years? I mean, up until last year. Yes. They were considered one of the best FCS programs in the country. Yes. He comes in. He completely – he brings in 52 players. Lane Hatcher's not playing. Yeah. That's he's a, on the bench. That's a joke. It's a joke. Yeah. And that's why they're getting embarrassed every week. Uh, I, I, my, you know what I put? Dumpster fire of a coaching job. Yeah. And I'm uh, very unimpressed. Well – you know, everybody was kind of excited about the hire of, of Bush Jones just because for the fact that he had, he has coached at, at a SEC level. I mean, right. he's head coach at Tennessee, which he didn't hold that job. Right. But he went he went to work under the, the greatest coach in college football history for, what, three, four years? Yeah, and he was very good at getting on TV. <laughs> he was that. He was, man. He if was there was that. a game in Alabama, especially that championship game, they showed Bush, they showed Bush like, 12 times. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But, you know, everybody thought, okay, maybe he's learned. Maybe he's matured as a coach. He's learned under Saban. He's going to implement some of the things that, that Saban's brought as far as culture goes. Right. I just – I'm not sure I'm ready to just tear him down yet, but what he's doing up there right now, I'm with you, man. I don't I don't agree with his philosophy and, and what he's doing. And I don't know how you can come into the second biggest program in the state and not expect to play kids from this state. Yeah. Well, I've heard from a good source that the, some of the players that are there are say, they're saying they won't be back next year. Is that right? Yeah, and and what Sam Pittman has done is the opposite of Com- what he's doing. Complete opposite. And especially at a small school, you have to buy into that small school culture. Have to. And Pittman went up there and said, 
we're going to be hogs. For so long, we've had somebody else that came in and tried to make us somebody else. Right. Houston Nut wanted to be a hog. That's right. And now Sam Pittman wants to be a hog, and we're playing like hogs, and we're being, you know, we're, we're, we're Razorbacks, we're, we're Arkansas kids, you know, we're, we're, we're buying in with the state, the state's buying into the program. And then over here, it's like, hey, guys, what everything y'all have done successful over the last seven, eight years, that's out. Yeah, that's right. It's a, it's a terrible philosophy. But anyway, move on from there. Uh, UCA, <laughs> UCA lost to defending national champion Sam Houston State in a good ball game. Yeah, 10 points. 45-35. Uh, Sam Houston State was up 31-14 at half. Yeah. And then UCA cut it to 31-28 to start the fourth quarter and just ran out of juice. Yeah. You know, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good game for them. I mean, to go up against the, the return national champions who are still – a top yeah. team. Yeah, that's uh, Play them to 10 points. Braylon Smith, he was 25 for 41. He had 288 yards, four touchdowns. Yeah. He threw two picks. Yeah. But uh, four touchdowns. That's a pretty good game. Uh, they, the, I tell you what, what killed them, they had a total of 38 yards rushing. Oh, goodness. I didn't realize that. Yeah. You got to be able to run the ball. That's right. For sure. All right. So that's all the college talk we got today. So now we're going to get into – Oh, boy. Oh, I forgot about it. I <laughs> forgot about it. Let's just go ahead and do this right here. After y'all see my pick from last week, we're going to talk about a little bit. You're going to call me Crystal Ball. Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Uh, you know, I'm just a, just a big, hairy American winning machine. If you ain't first, you're last. You know what I'm talking about? So, <laughs> so let me say this be yes. before you get started. Okay. As excited as I was to be a, a sports fan come Sunday evening, because like you said, the Panthers are 4-0, Hogs are 4-0, my Broncos are 3-0. Yeah. Can you believe that? Yes. All that and all the goodness that comes with that, I was about to throw up because I was dreading hearing that jingle. <laughs> That's how competitive well, I am. I gotta be honest, and, and and please don't take offense to this. <laughs> I learned something. Oh yeah, yeah. So when I take Clint to school, Clinton Warner, I drive down. I turn on the street that goes by the house where you grew up. Yeah. And I noticed when I was driving down there the other day that there's an old sign. Now it's old. It looks like it's probably about when you were growing up, and it says "Slow children at play." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, that was pretty dirty. <laughs> that was low, wasn't it? <laughs> that was, that was low. Yeah, it was pretty dirty. <laughs> hey, it was rusty. The sign was rusty. I mean, I don't. <laughs> All right, so give us. Oh, the, I'm just kidding. Give us the stats. Okay, so it was close. Yeah, uh, you're just down one. Right. <laughs> Still lost. <laughs> so uh, Maddie was 17 for 25, 68. Uh, percent That's not going to get it done. Hey, these are for degrees. <laughs> you're still passing. Uh, yeah. And I was only 18 for 25. I just picked one. And uh, probably the Parkview game. Yeah, probably was. Yeah. Right. So, uh, 72%. So, uh, real close. I love it that it's close because yeah. last year it was close. It was. All the way to the end. That's right. Uh, I'm going ahead and getting my shots in now because I'm pretty sure you're probably going to win. <laughs> oh, now you're pulling the Steve Spurrier on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll be lucky if I'm even in the running, you know. <laughs> All right, so let's highlight some of these kids that had a great week. What do you think? Man, there's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of them. I love doing Start this. Start off man. with the, the top one because it's impressive. All right, so Parkview, who took a big win over uh, Greenwood, historical winning program in 6A. A uh, couple kids here. I'll just do all four of them if, you don't, if you're good with that. Yes, do it. James Joyner for Parkview had 33 carries for 268 yards and five touchdowns. That's 8.1 yards a carry against this Greenwood Man, defense. That is game time right there. And that is a future Razorback. That's a Razorback. And he is, let me tell you, you talk about somebody that's excited about being a hog. Oh, yeah. His Twitter's awesome. Yeah, it is. Also from Parkview, Willie Eccles, 95-yard opening kickoff return for a touchdown to set the tone. Also in that game on the other side of the ball, Slade Dean from Greenwood, 13 of 25, 243 yards and two touchdowns. And Jake Glover from Greenwood, 19 carries for 102 yards. Well, I'll be glad to take the next one. <laughs> I bet you will. <laughs> because it is. Actually, I'm going to take the next two. 
starting off with number uh, three, actually. Yeah. And starting off with number one is from Greenbrier, none other than Cooper Wilcox, Maddie's son, who has had a phenomenal year. Uh, Friday night, we didn't throw the ball much. No. Like we threw it nine times nine. all night long. <laughs> That's right. Had one, had one awesome touchdown. Yep. Called back. Yes. I still don't know what they called. It, he he motioned pass interference. It was a mystery call. Yeah. Uh, the, I, no, the announcer said um, blocking the back. Yeah. But they signaled pass interference. Well, that's they to, he told Thatcher at, at, as they were walking in the half that he had his hands on his back. That's what he told him. But he didn't push him. He never blocked him like he just had his hands on. Wow. Yeah, it was a terrible call. So, anyway, but Cooper was 31-yard touchdown pass and three rushing touchdowns. I need to go back and see how many rushing touchdowns he's had this year because he's, he's getting three a game. He's got nine. Nine? And he's got eight passing touchdowns. Okay. What an awesome year he's having. Uh, Eli Weaver, a sophomore. This is a kid that I coached for four years. and people, or I don't know if he was there. Then, I think he came in maybe fourth or fifth grade year. But uh, talk about him just uh Awesome football player. He's a sophomore. Man. Both sides of the ball. I tell you, you know, some of those, some kids you just look at and you just – they're just gamers. Yes. I mean, this is this is one of those kids. Like, he makes people miss in, mm-hmm. on plays that you're like, how in the world did he yeah. get around that kid? And then he, then on defense he makes the plays. He does. But he had a 53-yard t- touchdown rush, and then he uh, had 109 yards total rushing. Mm-hmm. And then one that I wanted to put in here because – and, and there's probably 10 of these across sure. the state. We just don't know. We just happen to know this one. But uh, an offensive lineman, uh, Josh Robinson, seven pancake blocks. He graded out at 95%. And then he played three snaps on defense. He had one solo and two assisted tackles. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it is. Pretty awesome. All right, Jakari Lee from Warren, 91-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. And then Cedric Calbert from Warren had 24 carries. For 164 yards and one touchdown. All right, over to Arkadelphia. Both of these names are, are not uncommon to hear. Jay Sean Davis, the, the human wrecking ball. Uh, he had three touchdowns on 157 yards rushing, and then he had another touchdown on a 49-yard reception. And then Donovan Witten, he threw for 153 yards and two touchdowns. Very nice. Sunquist Church. <laughs> there it is again. Makes his second appearance. Uh, from Northside, 23 carries for 127 yards and two touchdowns. Over at Bryant, uh, they had a big win, but it was a close game for a while. Uh, Chris Ganaway, 24 carries, 142 yards and a touchdown. And then their quarterback, Carson Burnett, 16 carries, 135 yards, two touchdowns rushing. And then passing, he was 9 for 18 for 168 yards and two touchdowns. Strand Smith from, from Benton makes his third appearance in a row. Yes, it is. And uh, playing well right now. He's 21 of 35 for 279 yards and four touchdowns passing. And he also had a 15-yard rushing touchdown. All right. Rodgers, they've got two. And they're playing some ball this year. I think they're 3-0. and They are. Uh, they've got two kids in here. Uh, Joshua Shepard, 21 carries, 207 yards and a touchdown. And then Noah Goodshield, 13 for 20, 171 yards passing and three touchdowns. Brandon Scott from Charleston, 14 of 17. That's pretty efficient. Yes, sir, it is. For 320 That's yards. That's real efficient. <laughs> and four touchdowns passing. Wow. Uh, Lake Hamilton, this is a name that we hear a lot. Justin Crutchmer, 10 carries, 130 yards. Four touchdowns, 13 yards a carry. Here's a kid that's having a heck of a year. Yeah, he is. Hunter Talley from Salem Springs, 351 yards, uh, three touchdowns passing and 135 yards rushing <laughs> and three touchdowns rushing. Wow. And here's a name we haven't seen a lot, even though I know he's had a lot of uh, stats because he's having a great year. Sure. Uh, but we just haven't had it on the show. Uh, Joseph Hyman, Plastic Academy, three carries, 144 yards, two touchdowns, a 96-yard touchdown run that I got to see on Twitter, and it was awesome. I bet. Uh, Charlie Fizer, quarterback at PA, he was 11 for 13, 186 yards and five touchdowns. It's just a machine. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. All right, over at Van Buren, Kai Henry. Is it Kai or Chai? I've, I've been saying Chai, but it could be Kai. Well, we'll go with Kai since I said it. Yeah. <laughs> 139 yards receiving, so good game there. Yeah. Tayshawn Pascal down at CrossFit. 92 yards, two touchdowns rushing, and a 47 or 49 yard touchdown catch. Very nice. Josh Ficklin from Bentonville, 270 yards and five touchdowns. That kid's impressive. Yes. 
five touchdowns. All right, Caden Winfrey from Ashdown. Five catches, 71 yards, two touchdowns. And then Jaden Fricks, also from Ashdown, 179 yards rushing. And then Luke White, I'm not sure. We don't have down. I forgot to put where he's from. I think he's from Southside. Okay. He had a 99-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I, I think that is for Forsman Southside. Okay. All right. So, uh, Valonia, Jamison Hensley, six receptions, 157 yards, and two touchdowns. He was uh, – I saw, I saw a scorebook live player of the week. Uh, Austin Myers, 15 for 17. You talk about efficient. Yeah. 229 yards, four touchdowns passing. He's having a great year. That Valonia offense is rolling right now. Yeah, it now. is. Over in Searcy, D.D. Johnson Jr. had 24 carries for 305 yards and six TDs. Oh, that's running the ball, son. <laughs> Kai Wright at Robinson, four receptions, 134 yards for two touchdowns. All right. And then uh, Deshaun, Deshaun Chairs from Elkins, 25 carries for 299 yards and five touchdowns. That's that's a huge night. Yes. Uh, Braden Jay, here's a, a name we've seen a lot. Cabot receiver. Two <laughs> catches, 154 yards, two touchdowns. Grief. Two catches. Yeah, you know, 77 yards yes, catch. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Daryl Kadich from Cedarville, 27 carries for 206 yards. couple names from uh, Fayetteville. Omar Murray, 20 carries, 130 yards. And then Bladen Fike, quarterback up there, 12 for 20, 195 yards and four touchdowns. Okay, and then over at Malvern, I've got two. Jalen Dupree had 33 carries for 244 yards and five touchdowns, and Braylon Watson had 25 carries for 175 yards and one touchdown. So 419 yards between those two on the ground. Yeah, that's unreal, man. That's crazy. Unreal. Hey, I, I, I put a couple deals in my notes here. They're not necessarily for this week, yeah. but just in, in a general uh, that I thought were pretty pretty, pretty impressive things we, we could add to the podcast Shallow Christian's punter, Caleb Caleb Anderson, right? Mm-hmm. He's averaging 44 yards per punt, which is very impressive. In seven punts, he's put five of them inside the 10. That's pretty awesome. That's high school. Yeah. He's perfect on uh, points at PAT, points yep. at touchdown, extra, extra points. And then he's kicked several of his uh, kickoffs in the, for touchbacks. Nice. Very nice. So, Josh Ficklin, we talked about him earlier from Bentonville. In three games, he's got 64 carries, 506 yards, and six touchdowns. And that's very, very impressive. Yep. Another one that's very similar, D.D. Johnson over in Searcy. He's carried the ball, and this is in four games. He's carried it 78 times for 680 yards, nine touchdowns, also has seven catches for 82 yards and a touchdown, ten touchdowns in four games. That's pretty awesome. Chase Cross from Lakeside, last two games alone, he's had, had a combined 310 yards receiving and three touchdowns. That's that, Man, you just don't see kids with 150-plus yards consistently. No, not in the high school level. No. All right, so that's going to bring us to our – Top tens. Top tens from this week. So, Junk, why don't you start us off with 2A? Two? Yeah. I'm going to have to switch things up a bit. All right. Because I, I got mine – the opposite. Okay. And I didn't put the classes on top of them, so I'm just having to look at the teams. <laughs> I always do something like this, right? All right, so 2A. Yep. You know, this is my my, my classification. Yep. You try to always give it to I me. Do. I try to give you the five. I do. Uh, number one, old Bigelow. Bigelow is rolling. They are playing some ball. They beat Magazine 52-14. to 14. Uh, Number two, last week we had Fordyce. They lost to Clarendon Friday night, 33-21. to 21. That makes them 2-2 two and two on the year. Yeah, and that Clarendon bunch, you know, we really didn't know how that was going to affect them. Yeah, losing, losing Dax. Yeah, losing Courtney. But uh, since they've lost him, they've played some football. Yeah, you know, they lost to McCrory with him. Yeah. And then we know McCrory's good, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, but, you know, they've played some ball since then and, and then just getting better and better. That's right. Uh, Garden, they they were number three. They beat Foreman forty nine to twelve. McCrory at number four. They beat Mark Tree thirty six to sixteen. Hazen's number five. They didn't play. Clarendon number six. You know we said they beat Fordyce thirty three twenty one. Desart didn't play. They're number seven. Junction City number eight. Uh, their cancellation game here. They lost to BB 
49 to 12. Of course, that's playing up three yeah. classifications. Yeah, that's just wanting to play some football. That's, that is. That's <laughs> it. Uh, and then Mount Ida was number nine. They beat oh, they beat my Hornets at Mineral Springs, <laughs> 42 to zero. Uh, then Poen at number 10, they lost to Mountain View, 34 to 14. So this week. Yep, our new top 10. New top 10s. Number one, Bigelow. No no shocker there. They're going to Yaleville Summit. Garden at number two. They're going to Hampton. McCrory, they're up to three. They're they're playing at home against EPC, uh, which is East Poinsett County. Number four, Hazen. They're they're playing at home against Magnet Cove. Clarendon's at home. They're number five now, uh, playing England. Fordyce is down to number six, and they're playing Carlisle at home. Uh, Desarc, they're at number seven. They're going to go to Mount Ida. Number eight, Mount Ida. They're playing at home against Desarc. <laughs> number nine, Junction City going to Fordyce. And then number 10, the Quitman Bulldogs have jumped back up in the number 10. They're going to play at Westside Johnson County. Old Bulldogs climbing yeah, back in the top are. 10. All right, 3A we go. And so last week we had Prescott number one. Uh, had a forfeit last week from Horatio. I, I'm sure that was COVID-related. You, did you? I'm assuming so. Yeah. Uh, number two, we had Boonville, and uh, Boonville beat two rivers 49-6. to six. Number three, Harding Academy lost to a very good Briarcrest, Tennessee team, 42-27. to 27. Let me tell you, I was keeping up with that game while I was in the booth. Yeah. They were – Harding Academy was up for – I don't know if it was, they were up at halftime. I think they might have been up at halftime, but they were up for a while. Wow. And this is, you talk about a difference in classic. I mean, Browcrest is big. Right. And they're a powerhouse. Yeah. So, you know, we talked to Neil Evans early in the year, and it was kind of, it's kind of a buddy deal. Sure. A guy he, he's friends with, one of his best friends, and they play each other. But uh, it's, it's definitely playing way above their class. And, they come out and played ball. Wow, that's awesome. Number four, we had McGee last week. They beat Drew Central forty-two to zero. Number five, Osceola had a had a forfeit from Corning. Um, number six last week, we had Paris. They beat a Mayflower team that had come off a just a close loss the week before. Beat them forty-eight to seven. Number seven, we had Charleston. They beat Greenland fifty-one to zero. Number eight, Center Point continues to roll. They beat Falk fifty-two to fourteen. Number nine, Glenn Rose beat Jessville forty-six to twenty-four, and then number ten, Hoxie beat Harrisburg fifty-six to fourteen. So this week's top ten stayed the same: number one and two, and three, and four, and five. So all five of those stayed the same. Them. Prescott number one going uh, play Falk this week. Boonville. Um, already has a forfeit against Danville this week. Oh, I saw that. I forgot to put that in our notes. Yeah, so they're looking for a game this week. Um, number three, Harding, plays home at Mountain against Mountain View. McGee plays at home against Lake Village. Osceola plays at home against Piggott. They're at Piggott, I think, aren't they? Are they at Piggott? I think so. Okay. Number six, Paris, plays at home against Two Rivers. I've got them at Two Rivers. Really? Yeah. I was getting. I think I got this off fearless. So okay, uh, I, I thought I did too. So I I, I could be wrong. Okay. Anyway, they're playing Two Rivers somewhere. Yeah, they're playing Two Rivers somewhere. <laughs> Charleston's playing at Cedarville. Number eight, Center Point uh, versus Horatio. Number nine, Glenn Rose versus Genoa Central. And then Hoxie at Palestine Wheatley. Yes, sir. That, that didn't change at all, did it? Nope. Same as last week. Yep. And they all had convincing wins. Yes, they did. Uh, so, last week in 4A, Shallow Christians number one. They beat Berryville 49-0. The Robinson Senators were number two. They beat Fountain Lake 48-25. Warren, number three, beat Crossett 40-34. That's a close one, six-point win. Uh, Arkadelphia, number four, beat Nashville 42-14. Uh, Crossett, number five, lost to Warren by six, 40-34. Ashdown beat Haskell Har- Harmony Grove. That was a close game until later in the game. Yeah. Uh, 43-23. Stuttgart beat Batesville Southside in a in a narrow one, twenty one to eighteen. Lone Oak beat Heber Springs thirty six to fourteen. Number nine Mills beat Bald Knob fifty six to thirty three. This Mills team is really impressive scoring, but they have been giving up some points. Right, that's right. Uh, Nashville was number ten, and they they took it on the chin pretty good uh, to Arkadelphia, a good Arkadelphia yeah. team, forty two to fourteen. So this week, number one Shallow. Uh, they're playing Green Forest at home. Number two, Joe T. Robinson are pl- is playing Arkadelphia at home. What a game, man. Yeah. Did we end up with th- Warren at three? Uh, yes. Okay, yeah. yeah. Th- Warren's at three still. Uh, they're going two-star city. Arkadelphia still at four. 
and they're going, like we just said, to Robinson, that's going to be a Man, big game. It's a huge game. You know, it's one of those deals I wish is on Thursday night so I could go to it. <laughs> right. Uh, number five, the Ashdown Panthers. They move up after Crossit loses. They're playing at home against Boxite. Crossit is still uh, – they're at six. They didn't go far. They only lost by six right. to Warren. They're going to play Dumas at home. Stuttgart, number seven. Playing at Heber Springs, uh, Stuttgart's going to have to start playing a little better ball. You know, I'm a little confused about about what's going on down there. I am too. They didn't lose. No, they were all sophomores yeah, last year. Didn't lose hardly anybody. No, and maybe they just got to get it f- figured out. You yeah. know, uh, number eight is Lone Oak. They're four and zero. They're going to play Bald Knob at home. Um, Mills, number nine. They're four and zero, and they're going to play CAC at home this week. And then ten, uh, Prairie Grove's back in the top ten. They're three and one. You know, looking when we dropped them, they took a what we thought was a pretty bad loss to Farmington, which yeah. ends up being a pretty pretty good, pretty yeah. good team. Yeah, and so uh, Prairie Grove's going to play Gravit, who's not bad either. Yeah, uh, they're going to play them at home. All right, five A we go. <laughs> so last week, PA was our number one team. They took care of Watson Chapel sixty four to eight. So got got back on it track. Was, I think it was fifty seven to zero at halftime. Is that right? Yes. Wow. All right, number two, we moved – or, no, actually, last week, uh, Little Rock Christian was number two. They beat Maumelle 16-10 to 10 in a defensive ball game. I guess so. Number three, Whitehall beat Jacksonville 45-0, a Whitehall team that has only allowed 13 points total this yeah. year. And that was one game against a Parview team who put up 48 against Greenwood yeah, Thursday. Exactly. Pretty special on the defense. Yeah, they side. are, man. I, I'd like to watch them. Number four, win last week, beat Brooklyn 38-7. to Number five, Camden Fairview won at a, a close game against Hot Springs Lakeside 38-33. to Greenbrier rolled over Moralton 48-14. to Number seven, Bologna rolled over Clarksville 49-7. to um, Number eight, I'm sorry, number seven last week was Harrison, Harrison yeah. and they got beat 36-35 to by Farmington. Yeah, tell us what about that. So, what was it at half? It was 35-10. Yes. Harrison at half, and uh, I text Junk, I believe, and said, well, I guess we figured out how good Farmington was. Right. And then text, Junk texted me after the game said, Farmington is ahead. <laughs> I went, what? Yeah. <laughs> so they end up, I think, blocking two punts, taking one back for a touchdown. I think so, yeah. And then intercepted Harrison on the last drive to win yeah. the ball game. So 36-35. Big win in Harrison right there. And so last week we had Valonia at eight, and they, like I said, they rolled Clarks for 49-7. to seven. Had Maumelle at nine. Uh, they lost to Little Rock Christian 16-10. And then Farmington at 10, which is the big win there over Harrison. Yeah. So it changed up our top 10 this week. So, number one, we still have PA. They're at Liberty Christian, Texas this week, which I don't know. Just another one of those out-of-state games. It's probably <laughs> getting somebody that's real good yep. and more than likely PLB. That's probably right. <laughs> Number two, we did move Whitehall up to number two this week. Um, just a, super impressed by their defense and how they're playing on that side of the football. And they are playing number three, yes. Little Rock Christian, this week. So we'll find out who's number two and who's yeah. number three. We'll see if Christian can score on them. That's right. Number four, win stays at four. Uh, they're at Green County Tech this week. Five, we kept Fairview at five. Barely. They, yeah, barely. They're playing Texarkana this week. Greenbrier. They're good. I, I just want to say, I, I didn't mean that to sound bad. They're no. real good. We just That was closer to the lakeside than we thought. So, they're, so with those other those other West schools, mm-hmm. you're either ahead of them or you're behind all of them because <laughs> they're all right there. That's right. That's so, right. Anyway, sorry to interrupt you. No problem. Six, Greenbrier. Uh, they, they're at Clarksville this week. Seven, Valonia is at Farmington, which will be an interesting ball game. Uh, number eight, we've got Maumel, who Maumel's one in four, but man, they've lost some really close ball games to, to some good teams. Some really good teams. So we got Maumel at eight still, Harrison at nine, and then Farmington at ten. And some people say, well, Farmington just beat Harrison. Yeah. But like me and Junk talked about, these are these are rankings, not really not standings. Standing, yeah. And so we feel like if Harrison and Farmington played ten times, that Harrison probably beat them seven or eight. Yeah. So. Sure. Sure. And Farmington's plays at home against Bologna this week, so that's going to be a big test. It there. is. That's right. All right. So we go to 6A. Last week we had Lake Hamilton at number one. Uh, they beat Mountain Home 36-6. to six. Uh, Greenwood was number two, and they lost last Thursday night to Parkview 48-28. to 28. Parkview was three, and, of course, they beat Greenwood. Four, Jonesboro beat El Dorado 31-20. Uh, they were down, I want to say, 13 or so 
maybe going in the fourth. It was at least sometime in the third and made a comeback. Wow. Eldorado, number five, uh, as you know, lost to Jonesboro. Benton, number six. They beat Russellville 49-10. to 10. Impressive win there. That's impressive. Yeah, Sylvan Hills, they just uh, they keep improving. Uh, they, they beat Pine Bluff 35-30, to 30, so I think they've got this offense figured out. Still giving up a lot of points. Uh, so it's going to be, you know, which is so different from last year because they were so good defensively. Right. Uh, Pine Bluff was number eight. They lost to Sylvan, as we just mentioned. Van Buren was number nine. They beat Salem Springs by one, 34-33. And then Russellville was number 10. Of course, they lost to Benton by 39. This week, Lake Hamilton continues to stay at one. They're 4-0. They are at number two, Parkview. And by the way, just an omission. I left that off the games of the week. So we are picking that game, by the way. Oh, I didn't even see that. You did tell me to look and see if I want to change anything, and I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I just went with it. <laughs> uh, number three, Jonesboro. They're home against Sheridan. Number four, Elder Ray is going to stay there uh, just because it was a close, you know, loss there. Uh, they're, they're home against Pine Bluff. Benton's number five. Um, they are. At Salem Springs and yep. then Greenwood down to number six now at Mountain Home. You know, they're two and two. They could end up at there at the end. It wouldn't be a shocker. Uh, they've just struggled a little bit here lately. It's been a long time since Greenwood's been probably ranked sixth. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been a long time since they've had two losses. That's right. Uh, Sylvan Hills, number seven. They're uh, three and one. They're playing Marion at home. That'll be a good game. Be a good game. Number eight, Van Buren. They're four and oh. They go to Russellville. Number nine, Marion's back up in the top ten. Top ten. They're at number nine, two and two. They're going to Sylvan Hills, and then number ten. We brought the lines of Cersei back yep. up. They're two and two, playing West Memphis at home. It seems like maybe Zach Clark has that offense rolling, and uh, they're 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 just improving. Yeah, took a couple lumps early. Yeah, kind of got it figured Played out. Played some tough teams too. Yeah, that's right. All right, so seven A we go. Last week Bryant was number one. They took care of business and beat Northside thirty-five to seventeen. But that was a close ball game up up through the third quarter. I'm pretty sure. Oh, it was. I, it might have even been fourteen, fourteen half time. It was either seventeen, fourteen, I think, or yeah, fourteen. It was 14. a close ball yeah. game. Cabot number two won at Catholic forty-four to twenty-one. Number three last week was North Little Rock. They beat Central thirty-five to six. Talking about another. Uh, team that's playing well defensively. <laughs> they are. They're shutting it down. Yeah. Number four was Fayetteville. They beat Mentonville West 42-20. to Number five, Conway beat Southwest 62-0. to Southwest having a hard time this year. Number six last week was Bentonville. They beat Harbor 41-21. Number seven was Bentonville West. They lost to Fayetteville 42-20. to Number eight, Northside, like we talked about earlier, took it on the chin a little bit to Bryant, a very good Bryant team, 35-17. Number nine, Rogers, won at Southside, 47-14. That's a big win for Rogers. It is, and they're undefeated. That's right. And number 10, Harbor, uh, lost to Bentonville, but played a good ball game. Got beat 41-21. It was close early. So our new top ten this week, Bryant stays at number one. They play Catholic this week. Cabot, number two, they play Southwest. North Little Rock and Conway. This game of the week. Ought to be a heck of a ball game. Number four, Fayetteville stays at number four. They're against Rogers. That'll be another good ball game. I think it will, too. Conway, like we said, is at North Little Rock. Bentonville is playing Southside this week. Number seven, Northside plays Central. Number eight, Rogers is at Fayetteville. Number nine, Bentonville West is at Springdale. And number 10, Harbor is at Heritage. Yeah, those that Rogers team, I you know – I just, I just curious about how good they are because they're playing well, right? But they hadn't played one of the big boys yet, sure. So sure. we'll see. That's right. All right, so it's that time. It is. It's that time. It's time your t- your chance to get back. <laughs> and I'm going to say, just looking through these games, when yeah, I was, we're not going to have many different. I think we're going to have several. Do you really? I really okay. do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I hate for you to go down so far you can't catch back up. <laughs> Man, you know, I I tend to get emotional and pick with my heart too much. I know it. I know it. <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. Week five, games of the week. Number one, Central at Northside. I'm going Northside by 10. I picked Northside by 17. Okay. Number two, Rogers is going to Fayetteville to take on the Purple Dogs. I've got Fayetteville by 14. I got Fayetteville by 7. Conway at North Little Rock. Boy, this ought to be a great ball game. I know what you picked. I wish this one was on Thursday. You picked Conway, didn't I you? I picked Conway by three. I picked North Little Rock by four. 
I knew that one would be. He's going to pick with your heart. I know he's going to do it. <laughs> Number four, Bentonville West at Springdale. I've got Bentonville West by seven. I got West by 18. Number five, Pine Bluff goes to El Dorado. I got El Dorado by 10. I got El Dorado by 16. Number six, Marion at Sylvan Hills. I think this will be a good ball game, but I do have the Bears by six. I got Sylvan by eight. Okay. Van Buren going to Russellville. Got Van Buren by six. Yeah, I, I went ahead and went with Russellville by six. I think Russellville is going to be able to run the football. I like it. Number eight, Benton, the Panthers, going to play the Panthers of Solemn Springs. I've got Benton by seven. Really? Yep. I got Benton by 35. Oh, wow. Big win. Yes. Number nine, Whitehall at Little Rock Christian. I've got Whitehall by one. I got Whitehall by six. like it. Number 10, Hot Springs Lakeside at Magnolia. I got Magnolia by three. Oh, do you really? I do. I got Lakeside by 14. Okay. That's three different already. Number Magnolia is playing better ball they than are. they started out. They are. Number 11, Valonia at Farmington. I've got Valonia by 17. I got Valonia by 16. I think I told you 17 or 16. Okay. Number 12, Gravit at Prairie Grove. I've got Prairie Grove by 14. I got Prairie Grove by, by 9. 13, Batesville Southside at Clinton. I've got Batesville Southside by 6. I got Southside by 8. I thought you might pick Clinton in that one. <laughs> Number 14, CAC at Little Rock Mills. I've got Mills by 13. I got Mills by 29. Number 15, Lamar at Dardanelle. I've got Lamar by 6. I got Lamar by 12. Boxite at Ashdown. I've got the Panthers by 7. I got Ashdown by 6. I thought you might take <clears throat> Boxite in that one. That could be a good game. It could be. How much did you say? Uh, 7. I pick, I, did I say 6? I've got six. Ashdown by 8. Okay. Sorry, 8. Yeah. And number 17, boy, I'd love to watch this game. Arkadelphia yes. at UJTR. You picked Robinson. I picked Arkadelphia by did one. Did you really? I did. You came over to the <laughs> to the side. I picked Arkadelphia by three. All right. I'm proud of you, Maddie. Number 18, Warren at Star City, a Star City team that's playing really good. They football. are playing good. I do have the Lumberjacks by 10. I got them by 21. They're just really playing some ball. Yeah. Number 19, Mountain View, which is another team that's playing well right now. They are. Going to Harding Academy, but I do have the Wildcats by 10. I got them by 18. Riverview at Newport. And let me say something about this Riverview bunch. I believe they were <laughs> winless last season, yes. if I'm not mistaken. And they're 4-1 and one on the season so far. They're playing some ball. And that's Coach Keylon, right? That is, you know, I didn't think about that. Yes. It is. So, he's, he's the defensive coordinator from Harrison that took over this program this year. That's right. And it's completely changed things. You know, hey, we know he's a good coach. Yeah. So they are going to Newport, which is a tough task. I've got Newport by three. I got Newport by 16. But Newport is just – they're just good. Yeah, they, they are. are. They are. Number one, 21, Perryville at Atkins. I've got Atkins by six. Do you now? I do. I've got Perryville by five. Oh, another difference there. Don't tell touchdown Sims <laughs> I picked against them. You always pick against Atkins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Number 22, Quitman at Johnson County Westside. I've got the Bulldogs by 13. I got Quitman by 7. Number 23, East Poinsett County at McCrory. I got McCrory by 10. I got McCrory by 23. Number 24, Mayflower at Baptist Prep. I think this one's going to be closer than most people think. Really? But I do have Baptist Prep by 3. I got Baptist Prep by 18. They have been playing some ball. They have. You got them by 3? Yeah. Number 25, Bismarck at Jesseville. I've got Bismarck by six. I got Bismarck by 12. And then the game that I don't know how. Oh, yeah, we forgot to pick. I, I don't know how in the world I overlooked it. Probably the biggest game in the state. Lake Hamilton, our number one team, going to Parkview, our number two team in 6A. I've got Lake Hamilton by three. I'm putting you on the spot, John. Lake Hamilton by three. Yep. Hmm. I almost got to pick Parkview, right? I mean, it's it's your call. It's a, it's going to be a good ball game. I'm going to pick Parkview by one. All right. So that's all right. Do we want to take off one of these that we both pick the same thing on? Yeah, we can. You want to do that last one, Bismarck and Jesseville? That's fine. Okay. We'll take it off and add this one. All right. So that's 25 total. Yep. And we had one, two, three, four, five different. So really, we, we shall see. So so yeah. <laughs> There's going to be a different. There's going to be a different. Mm-hmm. You're either unless, 
you know, if you win three and I win two, we'll be tied again. That's right. That's right. I'm telling you, this thing's going to come down to the wire. <laughs> and I'm sorry I called you slow when you were a kid. Hey, man, you know. <laughs> Everybody's been calling me it, slow. Listen, that was probably there for Spencer anyway. <laughs> <laughs> or not Spencer, Stewart. Stewart, yeah, yeah. You know. I don't know Spencer well enough to say that, but I know Stewart <laughs> enough that I can say that. That's right. And I know he'll be listening to this. <laughs> but, but by the way, his arms are huge. So hey, Do we have to go there? Like, yeah. I've heard that my whole life. Okay? I mean, like, when I when I asked Matt where his brother Stewart is, I'm like, have you seen Stewart in his arms lately? <laughs> Oh, and he uh, still has hair, and I don't. So yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's just not fair. Is it? We can change the topic anytime. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's going to wrap us up for this week. We hope you enjoy listening to the podcast because we sure have a good time doing we it. We do. We have a blast. And so uh, continue to listen and share it and spread it, and uh, hopefully we can continue to have fun. Absolutely. And check y'all. Hey, next- yes. We need to get throw a little shout out to a, a, a new sponsor coming up, uh, Bleacher Bling. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, Donna Curtis up in Spring Hill. Uh, Donna Simone. What did I say, Curse? Oh, I know Donna Curse. That's funny. <laughs> I can't believe I said that. LaDonna Simone. Sorry, yeah. LaDonna. Uh, uh, yeah, I know LaDonna Curse from Nashville. Anyway, uh, but uh, Bleacher Bling, they've always been real good to us and everything we've done, like the Panther Network. They, they make hats and stuff for us, but uh, they've bought in to uh, Between the Mats. Yeah. And, uh, you want to sponsor some t shirts? That's right. So uh, just trying to get everything organized and figured out and finalized on that. And start sending some of these uh, these Player of the Week t-shirts out. Yep, and you can order stuff from them online. Yep, that's right. All right, guys, go Hogs, and we'll check you next week. Woo pig. You've been listening to Between the Mats, your year-round source for Arkansas high school sports with Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox. Produced by Carl Spears. And special thanks to our sponsor, American Safeguard Insurance. I'm JB Brazil. Be sure to join us next week for another episode of Between the Mats.